The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero Del Año Derby. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 123, stakes winner Asher, and graded stakes finalist Just Watcher, Check In Cartel, and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1 Edward Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West Futurity winner Five Bar Supreme. It'll be an action-packed night as the horses with the 10 fastest times moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of graded stakes trials, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty then. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday edition of the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world right here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel 
and Casino Complex on Las Vegas Boulevard, which is, of course, the home of the Las Vegas Strip. We welcome you to the show, and, uh, of course, uh, we hope that uh, you uh, take a chance and and, uh, take a look at uh, our new digs here by going to uh, YouTube and then hit South Point Studios, and you'll get us and you'll see us and hear us on the South Point Studios Network at YouTube. And don't forget, if it's your first time watching or or listening to us or or you're on the uh, YouTube uh, network, uh, make sure that you uh, hit uh, subscribe. It is free of charge. Just hit subscribe. We'd love to have you with us on the race day shows from now and the future. We welcome you to the show, and we welcome all of our listeners here in Las Vegas, zipping around town this early Sunday morning, uh, listening to us on the radio, our radio anchor station, Sports Talk 1400 AM, and, of course, 107.1 FM. For those of you who are listening on um, Sports Talk uh, 1400 and 107.1 FM yesterday, we have... Gale force winds coming through here in Las Vegas. The winds have been whipping through Las Vegas, this this uh, valley here, for over 24 hours, and we're going to have wind continuing today with that big front that's going through northern California that is absolutely crippling northern California and northern Nevada with uh, the snowstorms there and the blizzards there. But that uh, that front, that wind is coming down and going uh, passing through the Las Vegas area. We've had really high winds as much as uh, gusts up to 50 miles an hour here throughout yesterday and today. And because of that, the winds knocked, uh, knocked the, uh, the satellite uh, signal at our radio station off for a while yesterday. So we do apologize for those of you who uh, couldn't get us or got uh, a double uh, programming on the early uh, part of the shows yesterday, about 10 minutes before the technicians got there and straightened out the uh, satellite dish. But it should be okay today. Not saying it is because there's more wind out there and there's going to be wind throughout the day. It was whistling all through the night as well here in Las Vegas. But the temperatures haven't dipped that much. Look, it's 50 degrees out here right now. We're going to get up to 63, but the winds will subside and be gone by the end of today. Uh, tomorrow it should be just fine here in Las Vegas. But as far as uh, northern California and northern Nevada, they're getting slammed hard. Southern California is getting some of that that's moving down there as far as rain is concerned. And uh, you know that they canceled the big cap uh, card yesterday at Santa Anita, expecting to have it today. The big cap day is today at Santa Anita. But I can tell you, it looked like they could have run yesterday in Southern California at Santa Anita. We'll get the latest from John Lendo on that. And uh, hopefully it's a little bit tricky today is the way the weather looks. But uh, so far, everything, all systems go for the big cap day today at Santa Anita. And uh, so that's the weather forecast right now covering uh, the races, of course, uh, on the East Coast. All of that uh, that we saw yesterday, the rain, terrible rain at Aqueduct yesterday has finally moved out. But the track will still be labeled muddy when they uh, start the races today. And as far as Florida is concerned, it was a great racing day yesterday weather-wise in Florida at, at Gulfstream Park. But, boy, the the absolute destruction of what happened in the in the Fountain of Youth, we'll get into that in just a minute. But uh, today, as you know, they have a mandatory payoff in the pick six. Now, the pick six uh, pool today at uh, Gulfstream Park is huge, and it doesn't matter because it's going to get up to a couple of million dollars at least because it's a mandatory payoff today. It's a 20-cent base bet. Mandatory payoff in the pick six today at Gulfstream. The best tickets will chop up all the money. The big carryover money that's in there now, plus all the money that's shoved in there today, will all be distributed 
with the best tickets in the pick six today, mandatory payoff at Gulfstream Park. So although this Sunday might have been a bit, little bit uh, lax after yesterday's big races that were scheduled to go yesterday, turns out to be a pretty nice day of uh, racing across the country with the mandatory payoff at Gulfstream and the big cap day at Santa Anita. Let's hope the weather cooperates, that's for sure. Uh, the uh, Preakness uh, Pool 1, the Future Book uh, Pool 1 for the Preakness is finally over. We'll take a look at uh, that. Nisos uh, is the morning line favorite there. But here's what happened yesterday. Now, you know they had that, uh, that uh, allowance race on Friday that some of the horses that would have been in the uh, Fountain of Youth opted for that race. And so you had a couple of horses that scratched out of the Fountain of Youth or cross-entered that uh, went in that race. But as the day progressed yesterday at Gulfstream Park, some horrible things happened as far as uh, the Fountain of Youth. I mean, the race just fell apart, completely fell apart. Look, we had locked that uh, was scratched earlier in the day. And, of course, Victory Avenue got scratched earlier in the day. And then the horses came out on the racetrack in the post parade. They broke off to warm up the horses in the warm-up before they come to the starting gate. And Speak Easy, one of the big favorites in the race, unseated his rider, ran off, they caught him in the chute, and he had to be scratched. So Speak Easy was scratched, absolutely destroying any competitiveness whatsoever in the Fountain of Youth. So you had Lock, Victory Avenue, and speak easy, all scratched before the horses entered the starting gate. Earlier in the day, in the uh, the race that featured the three-year-old uh, fillies, the Devana Dale, the uh, you know defending uh, Breeders' Cup juvenile fillies winner and Eclipse Award winner, uh, just FYI, was also scratched. Now that horse was scratched. It came at, when the horses were going into the starting gate for the sixth race. That was the ninth race on the card. Just before the horses went in for the sixth race, they announced that just FYI would be scratched in the Devana Dale. So the big favorites, the big horses that everybody were looking for and looking towards, 90% of them got scratched at Gulfstream. And then later on in the day, we get word out of Southern California that Nisos was going to be scratched in the San Felipe today. That race fell apart because now the big prohibitive favorite in the race, I think it was like 1-5, to 4-5 to five on the morning line, out. Bob Baffert said later, simply put in a tweet, he said he changed his mind. He said all is good, but he just changed his mind. So Nisos, I guess, will now be pointed straight for the Santa Anita Derby. So we had all of the marquee horses they were expecting to go this weekend to give us a little bit of a barometer and trying to whittle down uh, the, the competitors for the Kentucky Derby, all fell apart. So we'll wait and see what happens today. In any case, let's take a look at what happened yesterday at Gulfstream. As we said, I'm going to start off with the uh, Fountain of Youth. As we said, the Fountain of Youth yesterday was the last race on the card at uh, Gulfstream Park. And uh, when all was said and done, it was just a, a vacant field, really. Dornock went out for the lead with a big long shot, La Dame Bro. And these two kind of uh, stood that way around uh, most of the racetrack. And there were uh, then there was uh, uh, Real Macho, who was tracking them. 
and uh, really nobody else uh, taking any moves of the two or three horses that were left in the race behind them. And that's the way the race went all the way around the racetrack. Doorknock uh, took the lead, had the lead by about a half a length over El Dombro. But I can tell you this, El Dombro, that was uh, originally 30 to 1 on the morning line and went off a huge price, the longest shot on the board, held tough. He held tough right to the wire. The winner was Doorknock in a um, workmanlike type of win for Luis Saez and Danny Gargan. Uh, Doorknock paid a prohibitive $2.40 to win. La Dombro finished second in the race, and then Frankie's Empire just cleaned up whatever was left and finished third in the race. But a vacant Fountain of Youth yesterday won by Doorknock. Did what he had to do? So there you are. 50 Kentucky Derby points for that one. And again, uh, you know, the race really fell apart with the late scratches. Earlier in the day at Gulfstream, as we said, the Devana Dale, which held 50 Kentucky Oaks points, was won by Fiona's Magic, Tyler Gaffleone for Mike Yates, $20.20 uh, to win that race. The big one-to-five, the big one-to-five favorite, Leslie's Rose, struggled through most of the race. She finished third into uh, Champagne, finished second in the race. And so we'll wait and see about that. That pick five, by the way, ending in that race, which 90% of the people, I guess, had uh, Leslie's Rose singled, that pick five paid $17,372.50 with the earlier uh, winners on that pick five pool. And uh, so yesterday at Gulfstream, Jockey Luis Saez had three wins. He won a stakes race. Tyler Gaffleone won two wins. They were both stakes races. Uh, Paco Lopez won two races. One of them a stakes race. I read Ortiz Jr., who was the rider expected to ride on Speakeasy, but got dumped in the post parade for the Fountain of Youth, and he was one of the big favorites in that race. He won five races yesterday at Gulfstream Park. Three uh, of the first, uh, three of the first four races, and he won three stakes races as well. So he won five races on the card. Uh, three in the first five, and then two stakes races later on. So Irad was the big winner of the day there at Gulfstream. Todd Pletcher, trainer Todd Pletcher, had four wins, although three of them came in undercard races. He did win a stakes race. Chad Brown checked in with two stakes race winners, and uh, Brendan Walsh also had two stakes race winners on the card. Rich Ang came with a winner early in the day. Remember, he said you got to get there early to get his pick. That horse won the second race. Uh, BU, and BU with uh, Irad winning his uh, first of the five races on the day, paid eleven sixty. We want to cred- c- congratulate Richie on that. So here's the other stakes races. The Colonel EM won by Armas, uh, Armar, I should say, Abrumar, excuse me, Abrumar. Paco Lopez aboard, $8 there for Safi Joseph Jr., the San Cristobal uh, overnight stakes race won by exact estimate. Chad Brown and Ira Ortiz at 6.20. You had the um, McDarmada starting over wins that with Edgar Zayas aboard paying $24 even for Mike Maker. And the Here Comes the Bride stakes, the winner Pounce, who did just that under Javier Castellano for Mark Cassie and paid $20 even. Of course, Fiona's Magic won the Devana Dale for Mike Yates and Tyler Gaffleone, $20.20. The very one at a mile and three-eighths on the turf, won by uh, Kali Kim, Tyler Gaffleone aboard. Gaffleone won back-to-back stakes races, the Devana Dale and 
the uh, very one stakes that was his two stakes win. Brendan Walsh's second win of the day, paying four forty as the favorite. The Gulfstream Park Mile was won by Steel Sunshine. Paco Lopez got his second win of the day, paying five dollars even for Bobby DeBona. The two favorites in that race went out and locked horns early, and uh, Steel Sunshine had a perfect catbird uh, trip there and just picked up the pieces and won that race, the Gulfstream Park Mile. In the Canadian turf, Emmanuel wins for the second year in a row. The defending champion of this race wins it again two years in a row. Emmanuel, Ired Ortiz Jr., 7.20 for Todd Pletcher's fourth win of the day. And in the Honey Fox Stakes, the winner there was Chili Flag. Chad Brown's second win and second stakes win of the day. I read, Ortiz, I read Ortiz's fifth win of the day, his third stakes on the day for that Chili Flag winning that race, paying six twenty. And then, of course, the Fountain of Youth. Now, the pick six yesterday at Gulfstream Park paid $356.92. It was a, a lot of favorites winning in the pick six sequence. But today, a carryover, $834,000 plus and a mandatory payoff at Gulfstream Park today in the uh, pick six. Aqueduct, it rained, and it rained, and it rained. The track was sloppy all day, but even in the slop, in the rain, they ran races at Aqueduct. And at Aqueduct, uh, the feature race was the Gotham. It was the 10th and final race on the card there. The winner there was Deterministic, who came down on the inside and won the race for Joel Rosario and Christophe Clement. That was Rosario's second win of the day. Deterministic paid nine eighty to win in the slop. He gets fifty Kentucky Derby points on the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. Finishing second in the race was just a touch, and El Grande O finished third in a wide open Gotham on a sloppy racetrack. There, I want to thank Jonathan Hardoon. He went over those stakes races yesterday for us, and he liked both of those horses. He thought it was a wide open race, and he said you might be able to do a nice exacta box. And they ran one two in that race, paying seventeen dollars and eighty cents. For the dollar exacta there. And uh, earlier stakes races, the Tom Fool won by Super Chow for Jorge Delgado. And uh, Madison Oliver, this uh, this gal is really uh, riding well. She had two wins on the card yesterday, and one of them was the Tom Fool, the feature there, paying seven sixty in the Tom Fool. The Stymie Stakes won by Kinetic Sky, Jose Lascano for Dick Dutro. That was uh, Lascano's third win of the day and his second stakes win of the day. He won the Busher stakes earlier in the card. Uh, Connect uh, Sky paid eleven eighty to win. And in the Busher stakes, uh, which was uh, uh, for 50 Kentucky Oaks points, that winner there, Jody's Pride, an easy winner for Jose Lascano and Jorge Abreu, paying $3.90 in the Busher stakes yesterday at Aqueduct over a sloppy racetrack. Turfway Park later on in the evening uh, with a uh, race, the John Battaglia Memorial, holding 20 Kentucky Derby leader points there. The winner there was Encino for Axel uh, Concepcion. Uh, Encino for Brad Cox. Brad Cox had three entries in the race, and this was one of them. Encino wins for trainer Brad Cox, $13.38 for the win mutual there. Outrunning Epic Ride, the big favorite in the race, and Blue-Eyed George. At Oaklawn Park yesterday, a couple of uh, stakes races for the uh, breeders' uh, out, outlet there. The no, no Double Breeders won by Bohemian Bow. Christian Torres for Tom Vance paying six twenty. The uh, D- Down the Dusty Road Breeders' uh, event was won by Cantex. Rafael Bejarano four forty for Randy Morse. 
Bejarano won the last three races on the card yesterday at Oaklawn. And if you're looking for big prices, big payoffs in the pick five, how about this? Oaklawn Park's early pick five prices were $52.80, $14, $41.60, and $11. If you put together the winning numbers of 9, 12, 2, 7, 5, 50 cent pick five paid $43. $1,356.45, and uh, that's just about the way it looked yesterday around the country. But uh, all i got to tell you is the anticipation this weekend of the Kentucky Derby leaderboard point prep races, and that, of course, the uh, San Felipe today and the Fountain of Youth yesterday just fell apart. It was just decimated with uh, late scratches. So we'll wait and look ahead. This month in March, we're going to have – a lot of uh, big races that are going to have Kentucky Derby bo- uh, board points. Uh, coming up uh, this Saturday on March 9th, the Tampa Bay Derby will hold 50 points. And then we got a couple of weeks, but on uh, March 23rd, the weekend of March 23rd, you got the Louisiana Derby for 100 points. You got the Jeff Ruby Stakes at 100 points. You got the UAE Derby in Dubai on Dubai World Cup Day. That'll hold 100 points. The Arkansas Derby. On March 30th, we'll have 100 points, and the Florida Derby on March 30th will also have 100 points. So what uh, we didn't get yesterday, we're sure to get in the last two weekends of this month as we march towards the Kentucky Derby. All right, we got a lot to do today. we got uh, Jonathan Hardoon standing by, Rich Chang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. So without any further ado, let's go to our first break on this Sunday from a windy gaming capital of the world don't go away we'll we will we will we will we will we, 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 we will be right back south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the usb ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery want to wager from your seat no problem with our ipts just sign up make a deposit and you're off to the races Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. From the South Point Studio. The perfect blend of sports. But I think the Niners are going to wear them down. Detroit Pistons lost their 36 games. Comedy. It's the over-under on that relationship lasting. I'm going to put mayo in the coffee. Yeah. I am beautiful. And a whole lot of Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Join Ryan McCormick. That's at least two picks outside of our own in the first round next year. Oreo. And host Frank Nicotero. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I look at the clock, I go, ah! Ah! Oh! Watch Punchlines, live at noon every weekday. Okay, back on Race Day Las Vegas on this Sunday. Don't forget now, the uh, racing car that was supposed to be run today on Sunday at Santa Anita has been moved to tomorrow. So they'll have a special Monday makeup day tomorrow at Santa Anita. We won't have a show, but, uh, you know, all of our handicappers will be doing a sheet for Santa Anita tomorrow on the card tomorrow that was supposed to be today. Today's card is the big cap card that was supposed to be yesterday. 
All right, here's the uh, menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. Therefore, if you're listening on our many different platforms around, like our websites, your, your devices, your podcasting, however, wherever, whenever you're listening, Remember, the first post times are Pacific. You, uh, There's a lot of listeners out there in another time zone. Adjust to the Pacific time zone. First post times Pacific. We don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books. And the race book right here at the South Point later on today. All right, we'll start off with Gulfstream Park. They're kicking it off. 11 races today at Gulfstream. <clears throat> no stakes races, but the feature of the day is all that money sitting in the pick six jackpot that is now a mandatory payoff today. The cash sitting in there, $834,368. That's the cash sitting in there. They expect they expect the uh, pick six pool to be several million dollars today, 20 cents away, you know, and it's an automatic. It's got to be given away. No jackpot. Best tickets will get it. Even if there aren't any six tickets, which I doubt, but if there aren't, the best tickets are going to chop it all up. The money in there and the money bet today, mandatory payoff. 11 races at Gulfstream. Pick six will start in the sixth race. That goes at about 11.39 p.m. a.m., I should say, 11.39 a.m. Pacific time. That's post time scheduled for the sixth race, the start of the pick six at Gulfstream today. As I say, 11 races, their first post time is at 9.10. 9:10 today at Gulfstream. Then we go to Laurel Park. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, $999. First post time at Laurel Park today, 925 for their nine race card. Tampa Bay will kick in next. Tampa Bay, uh, they're a pick six jackpot carryover, $25,730. Nine races, first post time, 930. Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Well, it might have stopped raining there at Aqueduct, but the track is still muddy. That's uh, what they're calling for, muddy conditions for the opener today at Aqueduct. They have eight races. Their first post time is 10:20, 10:20 at Aqueduct. Oaklawn Park, nine races today at Oaklawn, and their first post time at Oaklawn Park is set at 10:30. The Fairgrounds Nolens has eight races. Fairgrounds uh, first post time today for eight races is set at 10:45. Then Sunland Park will kick in with a nine-quarter horse racing card. The last race, though, the Sunburst Stakes for three-year-old fillies at 350 yards is a $106,000 stakes race. First post time at Sunland for the quarters, 11:25. Then we get to Santa Anita. It is Big Cap Day at Santa Anita. Finally, maybe we'll wait and see. First post time is 12:30. Four stakes races on the card. They'll roll out like this. The decimated San Felipe Stakes, the sixth race on the card, with 50 Kentucky Derby points up for grabs, now has only four horses in it. Scratch the big favorite, Nysos, who is one to five on the morning line. Four others will go in the race. Two more for Bob Baffert. Looks like no Kentucky Derby points will be given today there if uh, they run the way they're supposed to. Anyhow, that's the sixth race on the card. Seventh race is the Frank E. Kilroe Mile at a mile on the turf for four-year-olds and up. Eight, uh, nine go to the post in that one. It's a good competitive race, too. Nine to five favorite there is Easter with Antonio Fresu. Then the $400,000 Santa Anita Handicap, the big cap. Grade one at a mile and a quarter for four-year-olds and up. A field of seven. And this is a competitive seven. Yeah. 
five to two favorite in the race is New Grange with Victor Espinoza aboard. And then the ninth, the tenth race, I should say, the tenth and final race is the Buena Vista handicap at a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mares four year olds and up. A field of eleven there. This too, a wide open event. And in this race, the morning line favorite at seven to two is Ruby Nell with Edwin Maldonado. First post time on Big Cat Day at Santa Anita is at 12.30, 12.30 first post. Golden Gate is next. Golden Gate has a pick six jackpot carryover of 3844 bucks. First post time, eight races, Golden Gate, 12.45. And then we wrap it up at Los Alamitos. Los Alamitos this evening. Their first post time at Los Al is set at 5.15. 12 races, one thoroughbred, one mixed breed, 10 quarter horses, and the last six quarter horse races tonight at Los Al are trials for three-year-old fillies at 400 yards. It all starts at 5.15 at Los Al this evening. And that is your racing menu for today, this Sunday. Now we're going out to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing a lot finding half of them horses that got scratched yesterday. It just These races have been totally decimated uh, before we even... Nothing, nothing is going to come from this weekend as far as predicting what might happen in the Kentucky Derby, would you say? I agree. I mean, I don't think Dornock scared anyone away after that performance. Obviously, he won. He did what he had to do, but it was far from an impressive uh, wow performance. And it's pretty sad because it's not like they just scratched horses, but they scratched major, major players. When you scratch a horse like just FYI, and when you scratch Locked in the big race, and then you scratch Speakeasy, I mean, these were major players and people came to see these races because they were expecting great races and they turned out to be duds, to be honest with you. Not not a great day of racing and uh, certainly racing has better days, uh, you know, on the calendar and uh, hopefully we'll get better racing because it was a mess yesterday. It really was. Well, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby future book, obviously that pool, another one is coming up soon, but they do have a Preakness. They, they started a Preakness future book pool, a power mutual future book pool and a door knock, uh, opened up at 15 to one. He closed at 18 to one. I guess it was before, or maybe just after the right, the fountain of youth. And the morning line favor for the Preakness, you know he's not going to go into the Kentucky Derby because he's trained by Bob Baffert, but the morning line favored uh, at 4-1 to one was Nisos. He closed at 5-2 to two as the favorite in the paramutual pool, uh, individual favorite, I should say. Actually, um, he was oh, the overall favorite because the all-others was 5-1. to one. But he's not running today. And now you have to worry if he's even going to make it. Who knows why he's not running today? I don't like the excuse that Baffert gave. He's just not running. Nobody turns down a five-horse field where you're one to five for $300,000. And just obviously something's there that we're not privy to. But uh, you just don't scratch out of that race for scratching. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe if the track came up off and he didn't want to run on an off track, that's possible. But really unlikely. And who even knows what the track is going to be like? today at San Anita. We don't know. Are they on the turf? Are they off the turf? It's a mess. I do know one thing. We'll find out when John Lindo joins us a little bit later on, that's for sure. But, uh, boy, big race days in, in, in Florida at Gulfstream, and IRAD really comes to the fore, doesn't he? He does, and look at Pletcher. Pletcher won four races, and he 
probably went home as disappointed as anyone else for having to scratch two horses out of the the big race, but he had a great day. Ortiz just seems to step up on these big days, and uh, he really shows how great a rider he is. Well, all I can say is that uh, a big allowance race that uh, was the day before the Fountain of Youth now looks like they should have never carded that race in the condition book because you got uh, you got the horse that ran first and second in that race that would have been, I think, uh, you know, uh, competitors uh, in the Fountain of Youth, uh, you know, with uh, them going in that race instead of the day before after all of the late scratches happened in the race. Well, obviously, they didn't know they were going to get the late scratches. Otherwise, they probably would have opted for the Fountain of Youth. But let's be honest, Ralph, it was a total dud. They ended up with having five horses and one to five shot or whatever he was. You know, we talked about it, and I was not impressed with that performance. Listen, again, he did what he had to do. He won, and uh, that's all you could ask. But uh, as far as thinking it was some superstar performance, I didn't see it. All right. Well, Jonathan, we know this, that you'll uh, culminate and uh, in, in consider maybe uh, all that happened yesterday and probably have a little bit more to say in a soapbox on Wednesday. But for, for today, we need to find some horses, especially uh, if you got one at Gulfstream Park, because we're looking at that uh, big, uh, big uh, mandatory payoff there at Gulfstream today. It's an ama- It's a really a terrific card today as it stands now. I know you know they're liable to come up with a ton of late scratches, yeah. but they're full fields. It is an extremely difficult pick six. The pool will be in excess of six million dollars, I wow. think. Wow. So let's look at the eighth race today, Ralph, and we're going to give a full field of eleven going five furlongs on the turf. And a wide-open event. However, I do like a price horse in here. Number one, Quali. This is a five-year-old mare from the Safi Joseph barn. Tyler Gaffleona board to ride. Last time out, this horse broke from the nine post. Very difficult post going five furlongs. Today, he draws the rail. She's not in the greatest spot. She's going to have to work out a trip. But at 12 to 1 with Tyler Gaffleona board to ride, I like number one, Quali to spring an upset and shock everybody in today's eighth race. All right, in that race, uh, late scratches just coming across at Gulfstream Park. In that race, uh, number six, Owens, tour guide, the only scratch in that eighth race was a 30-to-1 shot on the morning line. So you like number one, Quali, if he stays anywhere near 12-to-1 or even 6-to-1 in that sequence. Because remember, you start the pick six, you got to bet it in the sixth race. So that 12-to-1, no matter how much it gets on the paramutual board afterwards during the betting pool during that race, will be kind of a hidden horse anyhow. So in the eighth race, you like number one, Quali. We're going to use him as a a key horse in the uh, pick six today at Gulfstream Park, eighth race, the one. All right, got anything else? Let's go to Aqueduct, look at race number six. And by the way, it turned out to be a beautiful day in New York today. It rained till about uh, 6 o'clock this morning, but Uh the sun is out. The track is going to start off uh, muddy, and I'm sure as the day goes on, it will dry out. It's very windy here today. Anyway, sixth race today, I like the number three horse in here, City Block. So this is a three-year-old filly from the red-hot Eddie Barker barn, Louis Rivera board to ride. She received Lasix last time for the first time, and she ran very, very well. She's listed at 4-1 to one on the morning line. I like number three, City Blocks, to win today's sixth race out at Aqueduct. Sixth race, Aqueduct, number three, City Blocks, the three and the sixth at Aqueduct. Remember, Jonathan has full sheets for Aqueduct. For Gulfstream Park, for Santa Anita, and yes, even Oak Lawn Park uh, at his website. Give him where you can get it. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com. 
Just before I let you leave, just the thought about the big cap. Any thoughts about that whatsoever? Yeah, I do like I like imagination. Obviously, uh, he's not going to be six to one anymore with the one to five coming out. But uh, no, no, no. That, listen, that, that, that's the San Felipe. Uh, oh, the San Felipe. I'm sorry. Which race did you want? Uh, the big cap, real quick. Okay, big cap. Yeah, I like the Brad Cox uh, shipper in there. Highland is that the big cap? Yeah. Yes, no? that's the big. Cap. <laughs> yes, that's the San Anita handicap. Right, you got it. Yeah. I like the Brad Cox shipper. The horse is coming off of Lasix, but he's doing fine. And uh, Cox ships to California. Usually they run very well. Florent Giroux comes with the horse. I like number two, Highland Falls. All right, you got it. See, I squeezed. I got four uh, plays I, today, Yes, right? I did. I squeezed more plays out of you for our listeners. By the way, the San Felipe is the uh, sixth race. You like the five imagination there. And, uh, doesn't take too much imagination to, to watch that race, that's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, Jonathan. We'll talk to you on Wednesday, buddy. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. Now, I'm going to give uh, our uh, technician here. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a technician. I'm going to be a, give you a direction here. Kill, the, kill this uh, commercial break. Kill it. We're going to go right to, uh, to uh, Rich Ang because Richie's standing by, and we're pushing time, so I want to make sure Richie has enough time. So we're going to blow off the... Uh, the commercial there, I'm sure everybody knows our, our, our sponsors there. That's for sure. Let's go to uh, Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, my man, you got us off on the right uh, foot, the second race on the big, long racing day at Gulfstream Park. You gave us a nice winner, and it paid a nice price, too, especially for a guy named Irad Ortiz Jr. I mean, he wins uh, five races yesterday at uh, Gulfstream, and that uh, second race winner paid eleven sixty. so you gave us a little bit of a bankroll to uh, start off with uh, on your uh, card. And by the way, you, hit, you did not have a specific card yesterday. You had uh, simulcast plays all over the country. You had a couple of more winners on that simulcast play as well, I noticed. And, uh, Richie, uh, a quick thought about uh, any of the, uh, well, the Kentucky Derby prep races that really weren't yesterday. Well, I heard you and Jonathan uh, analyzing it perfectly in a lot of your comments earlier in the show, Ralph. And I just want to relate a quick story uh, about something like this that, the you know, uh, when I was working at ABC Sports, I had a chance to cover the Triple Crown for many years back in the 1990s and a chance to talk to trainers like Bob Baffert and yes. D. Wayne Lewis and Don Pletcher in the mornings. You know, one thing that Lucas would, would say every, every spring at Churchill Downs was uh, you had to have a schedule. The schedule had to be perfect. You couldn't have a straw in your path to win the Kentucky Derby. And from what I saw yesterday, there's a lot of horses who have straw in their path on the road to the Kentucky Derby. There are bales of straw in the path of some of these, that's for sure. we got to cut to the quick, though. We we know that you have a full sheet for today's Big Cap Day at Santa Anita. Santa Anita, of course, uh, your uh, selections for all the races at Santa Anita available right now at racedaylasvegas.com. And reminding everybody that you will have a sheet tomorrow for the Monday card as well. We won't be on the air, but you'll have it at the racedaylasvegas.com yes. websites. Uh, pick, Richie. Let's go to the big cap, race eight, the, the San Diego handicap. And uh, my angle here, Ralph, is I like the number four horse salesman, six to one in the morning line for Richard Mandela. The, the angle that I like is the fact that uh, the mile and a quarter, not many of these horses run it. In fact, in the entire field, reincarnate is the only horse of the other uh, group that has at least started a mile and a quarter. Salesman, meanwhile, for Richard Mandela, has started at a mile and a quarter four times in his career. So I know he's going to relish the distance. He's a little slower than the others, but you're getting six to one in a field that, 
is good but not great. So let's go with number four, Salesman, to upset the Santa Anita handicap. Eighth race on the card, number four, Salesman. Uh, let's hope he sells us a nice winning ticket on this one, the four in the eighth race. Rich Ang's pick. Remember, he's got his selections, all of his selections right now at the uh, RacedayLasVegas.com websites. Thanks a lot, Richie. Uh, we won't be talking to you until Friday, right? Well, uh, I was happy to come on and start uh, looking at some of the conference tournaments. You on got it. Wednesday, Wednesday, if you like. You got it, my man. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Conference championships uh, tournaments are just starting, a, a couple of them this week, and, of course, next week, all the big ones. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All right, now we're going to go to our commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with John Lindo and Jerry J. Don't go away. This is a jam-packed race day show for your Sunday. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero Del Año Derby. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 123, stakes winner Asher, and graded stakes finalist Just Watcher, Check-In Cartel, and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1 Edward Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West Futurity winner, Five Bar Supreme. It'll be an action-packed night as the horses with the 10 fastest times moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of graded stakes trials, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, don't forget, in Along with Race Day Las Vegas, our shows that are on uh, Wednesday through uh, Sunday at 7 to 8 a.m. We got a couple of really, in fact, three really great shows on this network as well. And you got to, if you haven't uh, taken uh, notice of these yet, you got to just uh, stay around and, and uh, watch these shows. They are great. The Punchline Show with Frank Nicotero is on five days a week. Not today, but it's on Monday through Friday from noon to one. This is Pacific Time. Gone Racing with Brendan Gone for all the you, you, uh, uh, auto racing uh, fans is on Thursdays at 10 a.m. And then you have uh, Sports by the Book seven days a week, Saturday and Sunday, following us today from 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And, boy, you got to get ready for the all that uh, March Madness with these guys. They're great. And, of course, uh, Monday through Friday they're on from 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you haven't seen these shows yet, you got to. They're just great shows. All right, now we're going to go to John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Uh, can't hear you. Let's see if we can get, uh, hello, John. 
Okay, uh, John's uh, fixing something on his computer right now. Oh, he's giving me one more minute. <laughs> All right, in any case, while John figures it out, uh, we will uh, tell you that uh, the uh, John Lindo's Linda Report, yeah, here's something now. John Lindo's Linda Report is available right now here at the uh, South Point, free of charge exclusively. Uh, in the uh, race book here at the South Point, covering all today's races at Sandy, the big cap, John Linda report right now here at the South Point. And by the way, he also has a coast-to-coast pick five that covers uh, the races between Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park today on that same sheet. It's all comprehensive, the Linda report here, exclusively free of charge uh, at the uh, right in the race book here at the South Point. Okay, I, do, I think I hear uh, John now. John, are you there? You got me, Ralph. Good morning. Hey, all right, my man. Uh, you know, we all, you know, if they leave it up to us guys pushing these buttons, we might just start World War III. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can't, you got to watch these buttons. That's for sure. We are not techie uh, aficionados. That's for sure. But any case, uh, John, it's big cap day today. I want to ask you, after yesterday, was the weather in Arcadia good enough to run the races yesterday? Well, when you compare it to Aqueduct, uh, yes, uh, they did get a couple of showers through the day. So the track did get a little wet uh, in the middle, about 1.30 or so. So uh, there was some rain there. You know, the, the predictions weren't off, but uh, it wasn't, you know, a, a downpour all day long or a deluge or anything like that. But the good part is, Ralph, they probably would have come off the turf yesterday. We're on the turf today. The turf will be rated good. Don't have a condition for the main track yet. But, uh, you know, we should be good to go today. Everything is, is clearing out of the area, hopefully. All right. So it's going to be a great day for Big Cap Day Sunday there at Santa Anita. That's nice to know. we got four stakes races highlighted, of course, by the Big Cap and a decimated San Felipe. Yeah. How about that news yesterday? Boy, it was a disappointing day wanting to watch all those good uh, young horses try and get preps in. And uh, we'll see what happens with Nysos now. And, uh, you know, I had heard some rumors in the morning yesterday, but you never know till the afternoon. And uh, it was uh, confirmed that he was coming out. I know that the, there was a tweet out there that uh, Baffert said, uh, nothing's wrong, all good. But really? Uh, you know what? Uh, that's the company in line. we got to go with it. I don't know. I, I understand that, you know, there were some concerns by the state best that look at those horses. And, you know, the situation that Bob Baffert's in, he cannot take any chances. There's a big target on his back. So whenever they, they raise a question mark, he's kind of in a, well, I, I better not do it today kind of thing. Well, say, better safe than sorry, that's for sure. We'll wait and see the horse. Uh, and I guess he'll be pointing just directly to the Sandy to Derby. That looks like the plan. You know, you've got the Arkansas Derby out there, which he are, all, always participates in, and uh, he's still got a couple of nice three-year-olds. May Moon is sitting out there, too, so we'll see which, which way these horses go. All right. Well, the San Felipe, he's still got two out of the four, right? He does, and, and you know, you, you scratch a one-to-five shot, and you still have the favors. That's not a bad barn to be in imagination, like John Hardoon said. He, he moved forward last time. He made May Moon run really hard. If he runs that race again, he's going to be tough to beat today in the San Felipe. And what about that big cap, my man, the uh, anchor there? That's a big race always. Well, you know, a National Treasure ran in, in Saudi Arabia, so we don't have the top horse, the older horse out here. But you've got New Grange who won the two preps here, the San Antonio and then the San Pasquale. So he tries a mile and a quarter for the first time. And from post seven, Victor Espinosa can set the pace. Or if somebody wants to go, he can sit outside and stock. 
he's got all the options here. Uh, the new shooter, Highland Falls, is the one you have to worry about because we've seen the Southern California group. It's okay. It's not a great group of horses. And Highland Falls has the most upside. He's by Curlin. I would think a mile, would be quarter, a mile and a quarter would be right up his alley. And uh, Mr. Cox ships in. He's, he's always dangerous, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, you got the Frank Kilroy mile at a mile on the turf. This is a darn good race. Nine are in it, and I'm telling you, I know that Easter it will be uh, the favorite. He's 9-5 to five on the morning line as the favorite, but uh, you need a trip, always need a trip in this race. Well, the pace will be fast because Goliad's in this race, and he's kind of a runoff kind of horse, and you have first piece who will be close. So it sets up for Easter. The only question I have, Ralph, he got really good when he came to Southern California because he caught all the firm tracks. We're going to have a good surface on the turf today, and we'll look earlier in the car to see how much give is in the turf. I think the softer it is, the more vulnerable Easter is in the sample in the uh, Frank Kilroy Mile. Now there are four stakes races on the card, and I know that the last stakes race we'll talk about, the Buena Vista Handicap, which is the last race on the card, comes with your pick of the day. Yeah, and uh, it's the last race in the Coast to Coast Pick Five, and it's a single for me in that Pick Five, and that's in the tenth race, number six, Ruby Nell. Uh, Jockey Edwin Maldonado was injured and was not able to go to the Pegasus uh, Philly Amer Turf at Gulfstream Park. And she didn't get the right trip. She got covered up. It was pulling, and, and everything went wrong. And she still got beat less than two lengths. Uh, she likes Santa Anita. She's drawn outside the other speed today. She can make the lead or, or press. She's just a better filly than these. And if you get anything close to 7 to 2 in the morning line, that's value. So race number 10, number 6, Ruby Nell in the Buena Vista at Santa Anita. All right. For all those reasons, in the Buena Vista Stakes, the 10th and final race today at Santa Anita on Big Cap Day, John Leno gives us a horse that we can buy dinner with. Number six, Ruby Nell, the sixth in the 10th race at Santa Anita. Got to remind you again, the full lender report for today at Santa Anita, plus a coast-to-coast pick five suggestion as well, is in one comprehensive sheet. It's here at the uh, South Point Racebook. Only here at the South Point Racebook. It's free of charge, complimentary, because they love horse players here. And they sure like uh, John Lindo's Lindo Report, as you should, too. And by the way, John will have a Lindo Report for tomorrow's special Monday Makeup Day racing card at Santa Anita here at the South Point free of charge as well. Even though we won't have a show, the Lindo Report will be here for Santa Anita tomorrow. Well, happy Big Cap Day, John. Yeah, a little late, but ne- not never, at least. So we're running today. Let's, let's have a fun Big Cap Day. Good luck, Ralph. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. And now we'll go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. And uh, the first thing I'm going to ask Jerry, good morning, is uh, what you what you think of that Gotham? Uh, it was a horse race. Yeah. It was, you know, you weren't you were were you yeah. any? Were well, you, so, well we, we needed to come in second to cash a really nice exacta. Yeah, so I'm a little disappointed, but I thought Petulante ran okay. Yeah. It didn't run terribly. You know, we didn't know for sure how he'd handle the track. He, he he ran pretty well. He ran gamely, but he, he wasn't sharp enough. But um, the the thing about it really was the track was really the, uh, the the storyteller. Everybody kind of understood that you had to be wide on it in order to yeah. um, have a chance. Being on the inside was somewhat of a difficult spot, um, except the super chow. But I, I mean. It was okay. It was a fun race. Uh, we came in first and third, so I'm always a little bit like... Well, uh, yeah, and uh, my question to you is not as much as your play as uh, just the quality of horses that seem to have run in the Gotham. 
and uh, in the decimated uh, Fountain of Youth with the door knock winning there. I don't think we have co- to come to any conclusions for the Kentucky Derby, have we? Well, I think Dornock uh, knocked off his first his first race, and uh, um, I think he's on the um, going to be on the improve. So I'm not going to make a big deal about the uh, Fountain of Youth. I thought yeah. he ran okay. Yeah, and he that, looked a little heavy. He, he he didn't look fit yet. So yeah, and your terminology, I, I think, is the terminology that most people are using when watching those races this weekend for the Derby uh, in the first Saturday of May. A good uh, good word to to use is. Okay. All right. Now let's get started. Yeah. We got Big Cap Day at Santa Anita. We got another racing card at Aqueduct with the track starting off as muddy. Where are we going first? Okay. We're going to start in the uh, in the eighth race at Aqueduct today. And um, oops, let me click over here. Awesome Glow sort of pops off the page for me for Bob Atras um, or Atras. And um, just a nice looking uh, filly who's. Um, you know, run two pretty good races in a row. And I think it's on the improve, showing a little bit of more early speed. That might be a sign that she's starting to get fit and learn the game and grow into her uh, ability. Uh-huh. I'll take a win place bet on the nine as long as we get three to one or higher. Take the nine over the one, four, six, seven, and ten. Do my reverses, one, four, six, seven, and ten back over the nine. And then because it's a wide spread, I'm going to put a little less money on 1, 4, and 10 and a little more money on 6 and 7. So I'll have a little more on the 9 over the 6, 7, and a little more on the 6, 7 over the 9. That'll be a little stronger play. All right. Well, the uh, the 9 uh, awesome glow is uh, the key. Uh, the 1 Miss Rebel has been scratched in the race, so you can take that one out. And then uh, so Never you'll, mind. you'll have the uh, 9 over 4. Uh, and the six, six. Le- six is scratched as well. So take out the six, oh. and uh, take. See, they work. Uh, yes, uh, in that race you can scratch one, three, five, six, and ten. So you've got uh, only two horses left, and your uh, five horses that you had there. The nine over the four and the seven are left. Right. I, I looked at it five minutes ago. Yeah. There okay. Was no scratches. All right. So the nine over. All right. Let's go. Nine over four seven then. Yeah. Okay. What else to do? Okay. The nine over four, seven, and reverse. Again, numbers uh, one, six, and ten are scratched in that race. Let's get to Santa Anita and get a pick and go. Let's go to the ninth race at Santa Anita. Uh, don't you forget the eight horse. Uh, this mare is another one very similar. A lot of racing seems to be getting better and better. Going to the downhill course gets flat. Flavian Pratt. I, I yeah. called him flat. Go ahead. Let's make let's take two to one or better on the eight. Play the eight over the one, six, seven, ten. Small reverses to break even. All right, one, six, seven, ten are the link ups. The eight is the key. Uh, you, t- you do first and second there. Jerry J's Power Pages for Sanita Aqueduct at jerryjspowerpage.com. We are simply out of time. So Jerry's going to tell you just one more thing, and he's going to say what? Have a great race day, everybody. It's Ralph Serato at Race Day Las Vegas, morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas, online at KSHP.com.